2: On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Modjuke. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Never miss a single opportunity where we give out some dynasty advice. Uh, We break down your teams right now. We're doing all of the team reviews and breaking down what you need to know from the 2021 seasons uh, and moving forward, how we can use that information Mm -hmm. to build a championship roster. Um, but I don't know if anybody wants to talk about Dynasty League football. Uh, you know, we're 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 just in mourning right now, Marcus, um, because we were robbed. There was a robbery last night,
2: uh,
1: and
0: I called the cops, but nobody responded. I was robbed of perhaps the greatest comeback drive of all time because of stupid NFL overtime rules. What a showing! This was the best divisional round. Ever,
1: it was. I mean, all four games were incredible. Um, but man, after last night's game, the Chiefs were. I mean, that was just a great way to, for the Chiefs to come back and win. But you just feel for Buffalo fans, right? Because the Bills played so well in that game; they were clearly a team that could win the Super Bowl. And to to lose the game like that is so tough. Um, I. I, I just I feel so I feel so bad for them, Kate. Uh, because we I mean, to
0: lose that game because of overtime know, because rules. Of what are coin. we doing? I
1: know. What are we doing? That's, we got to change that. Um, good. Can we, we can we give Buffalo fans some some positives to take away from this game? Um, Josh
0: Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh that's, Allen. Josh that's Allen. a big one.
1: You have a super duper franchise quarterback that goes toe to toe with Mahomes and maybe even outplayed Patrick Mahomes on the road. That's pretty nice, right? And then you have a receiver, Gabriel Davis, who did something only one other receiver has done in the last 50 years, and that's go for 200 yards and four touchdowns in a single game. The other receiver, Jerry Rice. Not bad company to have. Uh, yeah, and became I... the
0: first guy to do it in the postseason, too, which it just incredible. You saw history being made, uh, being made uh, but just – You know, you've got to be so, so thrilled for Gabriel Davis because he has Mm -hmm. been a guy that we've seen very big splash play potential, um, but necessary. Like it it hasn't come on a very consistent basis, but he's become a go to guy over the last, uh, I would say in the postseason. Mm -hmm. He's been uh, just one of the most integral parts of their postseason run. Um, And he's only in his second year as a a wide receiver, Um, extremely. It's incredible.
1: I mean, this this weekend was so crazy. Kate, we had Tom Brady coming back from a 27-3 deficit in the second half and tying that game up, thinking they're going to overtime. We had Aaron Rodgers potentially playing the last game ever in Green Bay or in Lambeau, right? Uh, And Then we had Joe Burrow get sacked nine times and still find a way to beat the Titans. I mean, just, I I don't know. That was the best weekend of football I think I've ever seen.
0: Yep, I'm I'm in complete agreement. Um, and we just saw like, just not even like sl- like there there are some times where you'll see like a high scoring affair, but it's not necessarily uh, you know quality football. A well
1: played game. Yep.
0: Yeah, we saw a lot of quality football this weekend. Um, it just it it gives you a lot of hope because obviously like we just saw a turning of the page in NFL uh, you know in terms of NFL era. Uh, You know, we saw a lot of old quarterbacks uh, take Mm -hmm. their retirement. Obviously, Tom Brady doesn't give a crap about turning the page, but, um, you know, I think this was a really nice look into the future of the NFL and just a lot of hope here that we've got a lot of uh, fantastic, talented young quarterbacks. But man, they seem to be rich, on talented young quarterbacks in the AFC. We need to sprinkle some love. To the, to the NFC. What do
1: you mean? We but. got Jimmy G. What are you talking about? Kate? <laughs> he is. A stud.
0: A stud.
1: Uh, yeah. Just a, a fantastic divisional round of the playoffs. I mean, so many different takeaways. Um, I, I don't even know where to start, but we're going to do some, some team reviews. Kate, okay? we're going to continue our segment. We've got the Broncos and the Seahawks today. Uh, two teams that kind of had some weird years and maybe are looking to change quarterbacks. Going into the 2022 offseason, hey, maybe maybe they just switch quarterbacks. That would be very interesting. But before we get yeah. to those previews, yeah, be, that'd be interesting. I should tell you guys about Bilt Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Bilt Bar into your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, but 17 grams of protein. And there's so many great flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and so many more. In fact, Built is always coming up with new limited-time flavors, so check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: Alright, let's talk about the Broncos' 2021 season. Just felt like a year, another year where they were in limbo because of the quarterback situation, right? Teddy Bridgewater was the starter. They started at 0 and 3. He got hurt. Drew Locke came in and do did what Drew Locke does. Is this team really just a quarterback away, Kate?
0: Um, I actually I, I think they kind of are. Uh, I will say I thought it was a little crass of Vic Fangio to come out and say it. Uh, but I guess that's that it, it's fair. Um, it's a hundred percent fair because I do think that just across the line uh they they played really good football this year outside of the quarterback position even with um you know the loss of Von Miller uh traded away to the Rams I was worried about how that might affect this defense uh and, and Bradley Chubb uh does mm-hmm. the loss of Von Miller affect him and his ability to um, get pressure like it it doesn't seem like the defense was shaken up by that loss whatsoever. You have a ton of huge playmakers on both sides of the ball. I, I do think that if you had a better and more high quality quarterback, uh, that they might be moving the ball a lot more. Cause I mean, Marcus, the, the weapons that they have, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, even Tim Patrick was probably their best wide receiver this year. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of talent everywhere except under center.
1: Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what Denver does. Do they go with a guy that's maybe a slight upgrade over Teddy and continue to build their defense with the rest of their assets? Or do they draft a quarterback? You know, they're going to be picking inside the top, I believe the top 12, um, or do they go out and try to get a big fish? Do they go after Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Or somebody like that. We'll see. Uh, I've right, got the perfect
0: go. fit, actually. Go ahead. Um,
1: Kirk Cousins. Kirk
0: yeah, Cousins I- would be the best quarterback uh, for Denver, period. Not uh, not going to be as flashy as an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, but he can deliver the ball. He can not lose you a game. I'm just saying I would love to see Kirk Cousins head to Denver. I think that would be the best opportunity for fantasy success across the board and my fingers are crossed
1: yeah see i think they could do something like Kirk cousins without having to give up you know one of their top 100 picks and then you just continue to, to rebuild the defense i think that does make some sense but i know bronco fans probably don't want to hear that but Kirk cousins is good He's enough a quality comp-
0: quarterback right. leave him alone it, it,
1: and more importantly for us he can absolutely get the ball to the weapons, right? I mean, we saw Justin Jefferson just absolutely take off the last couple of years. We saw Adam Thielen score a million touchdowns. So, if you're wanting somebody to to help your fantasy, you know, players, I think Cousins makes a lot of sense. All right. Most valuable dynasty asset from this team this season.
0: I mean, Javante Williams, Marcus, yep. we're not going to we're not going to play around with this one. I could get cute and creative and say that uh, Tim Patrick was a huge value here. No, it's Javante Williams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, and you know what? I, I actually kind of feel bad because on any other team, uh, we'd be talking about Melvin Gordon as a tremendous value. Uh, but it, it didn't, didn't work out here for, for uh, Melvin Gordon in terms of where he ended up, but Javante Williams as a rookie uh, second in missed force tackles, uh, just was an absolute beast, mm-hmm. uh, eighth in yards after contact. But I mean, the, the pretty miraculous thing is that, um, you rank 19th in rushing attempts. So like he's, he's being incredibly efficient with his plays every single time he, he touches the ball. Uh, I, I mean, what do you, what else do you make of this situation? Do you think that, um, do you think Melvin Gordon returns? Because I think that is the biggest thing hinging uh, Javante Williams' dynasty value. And that is probably one of the only things keeping him out of like a top five value for me.
1: Yeah, I do think he returns. And I think, I mean, he, Gordon was good this year for the Broncos. And I just don't see many other situations where he leaves and instantly becomes the lead back, right? So he's probably going to stay in Denver and it's going to be annoying for us. Javante Williams fantasy owners, because they're, he's got a guy that probably could handle 22, 24 touches a game. Probably just not going to get it with, uh, with Gordon being back this year. Now, maybe 2023, 2024, but I think Gordon will be back.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be uh, just the smartest decision for the Broncos. I think uh, that, Melvin Gordon did too many good things for their actual NFL team despite the fact that he was a nuisance to fantasy yep. managers. I'm I'm expecting
1: him back. All right, most disappointing fantasy asset.
0: It's got to be Noah Fant. Noah mm. Fant. Um I, I like I'm very excited for Noah Fant. I think this could be a great buy low opportunity because we know his upside. Um but overall, I mean Noah Fant really didn't didn't do anything that we wanted him to do uh, in terms of his fantasy production. Uh, You know, two games of 90 plus receiving yards and a touchdown, but outside of those games, he lost you a a lot of weeks. I mean, uh, five games on the season with 20 or fewer receiving yards. uh, And, and he didn't like hurt for targets throughout the season. Saw 90 total targets on the year Uh, just didn't do a ton with them. Now, I project this to, to flip around. We know he's a great athlete. Uh, we, we saw what he was able to do at Iowa, but um, get him a capable quarterback. And I think his his draft stock shoots back up in dynasty leagues. But, um, you know, for the time being, he's not a uh, usable fantasy asset, despite the fact that, like, he's still not, uh, he, he's not uh, performing as, like, a, uh, you know, a tight end three He's still performing as, like, tight end one, tight end two, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, that just shows you how low the bar is for the tight end position.
1: I, I get it. Um, but that I, that's not my answer, Kate. It's not. Really? Uh, it's got to be Jerry Judy, right? It has to be. I Jerry thought you Judy. were going to say
0: Cortland Sutton. No, See, no, that's, no, no. That's how wild I, it is. No. Because your answer could be any of these guys.
1: Jerry Judy... <laughs> In his last 17 games. So I know he missed uh, six games this year with a high ankle injury, but dating back to to 2020, his last 17 games, 56 receptions for 700 yards and one touchdown, averaging 45 receiving yards per game. Kate, this season, uh, he averaged, uh, I'm looking at it now, 46 yards per game. Here are some receivers that averaged more yards per game than Jerry Judy. Kendrick Bourne, Van Jefferson, Jarvis Landry, Dalton Schultz, T.J. Hawkinson, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Russell Gage, Chase Claypool. I mean, like, there was just a lot of guys that were better than him when he played, and I-, I know that they spent a top 15 pick on him, but we just haven't seen that special, special player yet. Like, I believe he has one game of 100 yards in his career, one game, and – is it really just a quarterback thing? Like if Aaron Rodgers comes, is all of a sudden is he gonna be a wide receiver? One, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm just worried about Jerry Judy.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, I oh, gosh, I again, this is just kind of crazy that we can have this discussion because you know you mentioned the draft capital in terms of gauging your disappointment for Jerry Judy, but uh we could go to Cortland Sutton and say, Well, they just yep. gave him this big contract, four years, 60.8 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And week 9 on he only had one single game where he had more than 35 receiving yards zero touchdowns in that span um his 16 game pace week nine, week 9 on was 372 receiving yards wow wow wow
1: um
0: is this a buy moment for either of these guys though
1: I don't know because I'm looking at dynasty league football right now in June of 2021, his ADP was 58.3. Now it's all the way up to 40. What did he do during the 2021 season that makes him jump 18 spots in your dynasty rankings? Is it just the possibility that Aaron Rodgers could be coming there or Russell Wilson? That's gotta be it, right? Because it's certainly not the production. Maybe it's hard to trade for Jerry Judy right now because Dynasty owners are holding on, hoping that the quarterback situation improves, but I'm not paying top 40, top 50 price for Jerry Judy right now.
0: Yeah, you're right. The The price increase at a time where uh, you you didn't really see anything uh, in terms of production is kind of, uh, it, it's a little baffling.
1: I, I don't get it. Um, last one. Di- any Dynasty buys or Dynasty sells here?
0: Uh, there's one name that I, you know, I'm not sure, uh, the, the pathway to success is, uh, immediately available, but I'm kind of looking at Albert O, uh, who I'm just going to avoid his last name because I just, I, I screw it up every time and he deserves better than it's that Albert o. from yep. me. It's Alberto just from here on out six five, two hundred and fifty eight 258 pounds. And I actually think, um, you know, in some of these clutch moments, uh, he actually came up a little bigger than mm-hmm.
2: um,
0: we saw Noah Fant on the season. But when he's been relied upon, we've actually seen him um, just uh, perform uh, pretty well so far on the field. Um, just, you know, it's a TBD if Noah Fant were to be injured. um you know, I think that Albert O would have a lot of success, uh, mm-hmm. among all wide receivers ranked top 10 in yards per route run. Like, again, he's not running a ton of routes, but he's, he's been really efficient with those routes and opportunities that he has had. So, um, you know, he's a guy that everybody liked coming out of Missouri. I think that, uh, you know, he, he's got some, some potential, uh, if there's the pathway to success eventually.
1: All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about GetUpside. Our listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every single gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free get Upside app in the App Store and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code TOUCHDOWN.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast,
1: part of the Locked
2: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, the next team are the Seattle Seahawks, and what a weird year for the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson gets hurt. Uh, they, DK Metcalf basically disappears, and then Rashad Penny Finally, finally breaks out. <laughs> uh, Kate, let's start with this most valuable dynasty asset going forward.
0: Uh, you just said it, uh, Rashad Penny for me. No,
1: it can't be right. Uh,
0: I, okay.
1: It's not, it's still Metcalf, right?
0: It, I mean, okay. No, no, no. So sorry. I was, I was approaching this as the player with the most value as in like discount value. From last, obviously oh, I you were gonna say
1: from last season, from last season, it probably was Penny, right?
0: From last season, actually, yeah, probably was. I think he was probably the only uh, player that got you any consistent uh, production. I mean, DK Metcalf, I've talked extensively about DK Metcalf and my overall disappointment with him. Of course, as soon as I say that, he goes ahead and uh, wins people championships with uh, six catches, 63 yards, and three touchdowns to close out the season. But I mean, if you were relying on him to actually get you to that championship game, he didn't. Yeah, he, didn't he was not it. he was not a factor there. Um, so like I'm I'm kind of uh, off on that. Uh, but yep. what about so if if I'm gonna table the the quote unquote value um, discussion on, on Rashad Penny, but what about Tyler Lockett, who is the much more consistent wide receiver yeah. on this team overall? Um, finished 2021 with uh, 1100 receiving yards. Uh, it's his third straight season with a, a thousand receiving yards or more. Um, third straight season with ten or more, or eight or more touchdowns. I mean, he's just been Mr. Consistent.
1: Yeah, and in fact, if you look at his total yards, he's been over a thousand yards in four straight seasons, uh, and he's got 36 touchdowns. I mean, he's just about as reliable as it gets. I love having Tyler Lockett on my team now. Week to week, a little bit more inconsistent than the stats indicate. He'll have some monster games and disappear. Um, but yeah, I think I think Lockett, considering his price, um, considering how how consistent he is year to year, one of the more valuable receivers in fantasy.
0: He's been more valuable, I think, to the Seattle Seahawks than uh, most people want to give him yep. credit for. And I mean, in terms of his dynasty value, you can get. Tyler Lockett uh at a much better value than you can get DK Metcalf at this point, and you're getting a pretty comparable, uh yep, pretty comparable
1: piece. Uh, most disappointing player has to be DK Metcalf. This is when we can talk about him, right? Because Metcalf, I remember us talking about this gate at the beginning of the year, like he was a lot of people's dynasty wide receiver one, if not wide receiver two or wide receiver three. 973 yards this year the touchdowns were great he had 12 touchdowns it's fantastic but only 75 receptions averaged under 13 yards to catch we want somebody whose yardage total is going to be higher it's going to get more targets and just he just didn't have it now is that all Russell Wilson I don't know he was actually in some games better with Geno Smith than he was Russell Wilson I, I just don't know what the future is here with DK um
0: and you know what like looking at Uh, is it Russell Wilson, Um, you know, to close out the season weeks uh, 10 on for DK Metcalf was on pace for just 731 receiving yards, which for a player like DK Metcalf, incredibly disappointing. Um, But you did not see that same drop in production with Tyler Lockett. And that's what concerns me. It's not that uh, you don't see the star wide receiver uh, performing with a very injured quarterback, a guy who's not healthy. Um, It's the fact that there were two wide receivers on the field right there. And one of them was much more valuable for fantasy managers with that same quarterback. Um, DK Metcalf, like the issue for me is just that his price has not reflected, uh, been reflected whatsoever in terms of his dynasty value in relation to how disappointing his season was.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um last 22 games, Kate. 22 games. That's a big sample size. 56 yards per game. That's not good. That's not that's not a wide receiver one. Not that's not the wide receiver one. That's not a wide receiver one. And that's what's so concerning. Now, are we gonna, are we going to still rank him up there? Yes, because we know how talented he is. But the production over the last year and a half has not been what you've been hoping for if you've traded a bunch of assets for him.
0: Yeah. Uh that that's not good. Um a recent dynasty league football trade, though. I, I want to give you this because it kind of folds in uh two of our disappointing players from the season. DK Metcalf for okay. C D Lamb straight up. Who would you prefer?
1: Mm. Oh, that one's tough. I would say probably C D Lamb.
0: I would uh probably disagree with you there
1: but all right so so give me the but that's the how close behind. it is yeah, yeah. so go, you make the argument for Metcalf I'll make the argument for lamb uh,
0: the the argument for Metcalf just uh you know comes from uh just the overall upside I think um the ceiling for fantasy football specifically like I, I think CD lamb, uh, could be a you know obviously a top wide receiver in this league and for fantasy. uh but the myriad of weapons there in Dallas, obviously we we don't know what uh will come of Michael Gallup. We assume uh I think we're assuming he's out at this point mm-hmm. uh after the injury. um I just think that there's more opportunity for geekK mecalf to actually be uh the star wide receiver here. Uh, you've got Tyler Lockett alongside of him. I like the, the physicality. I like his metrics better. Um, you know, just his overall size, stamina, speed CD lamb though. I, I also love there. I don't think there's a really great argument for, uh, one over the other, but DK Metcalf, I, I just feel has the higher upside.
1: I will say this for for back to back seasons of at least a thousand yards. Right, played with I think six different starting quarterbacks over the last two years. Considering Dak missed a lot of time last year, uh, Dak missed a game this year. Only twenty two years old, and I just think the quarterback situation is far more stable going forward. Right, I, I mean Steady's going to play his entire rookie contract with Dak Prescott. Who knows what's going to happen to DK Metcalf? Like there's a good chance Russell Wilson's not there and, or DK Metcalf leaves in free agency or they trade it. I mean, I don't think those things are going to happen, but it's just a far less stable situation than what CD is. And that's why I'm behind him.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Okay. Uh, any buys or sells here for the Seahawks before we, we head out?
0: Uh, I mean, I think uh, again, a buy, we got to talk about Rashad Penny. Yeah. Uh, just absolute stud every single time he's gotten the opportunity uh to play football he's absolutely shined um to close out the season uh you know just didn't have a a single game where he was a, a disappointment um you know maybe week 15 against the the Rams but uh four out of his five games as the starter had over 130 rushing yards like that's absolutely stunning. Every time he's had at least 12 rushing attempts, he's gotten uh, 100 yards or a touchdown. Like this guy is, um, you know, a, a former first round pick who doesn't have a ton of miles on the tires, despite the fact that he's 25 years old. Um, but, you know, like even looking at his playing time, despite the fact that he's had limited playing time this season, uh, has 750 rushing yards this year. Like incredible.
1: Yep. Yeah, hard to disagree. Rashad is going to be one of the more interesting guys to follow this this offseason. It free to see. agency,
0: baby. You got to. I, I think this is the time to buy because he could be an RB, RB one, RB two moving forward, depending on his landing spot. I'm just saying.
1: I hope he goes back to Seattle. It's the best spot for him, right? Because Alex Collins is a free agent. Who knows about the health of Chris Carson's. Go back to go back to Seattle. Be the RB one there and go put up some monster numbers. So. Uh, that is it for today's show thank you guys for tuning in want to let you know that matt and ryan will be back tomorrow uh they're gonna do the browns and ravens team previews from 2021 uh what an odd year for both of those teams Uh, we'll be back later this week kate to to preview some more teams or review some more teams get ready for championship weekend and continue to help you build the absolute best dynasty team going forward Follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. You can follow the show at Locked On Dynasty, and we'll see you guys next time.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.